A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. What's up, people? You're locked into the 222 Pro One Slow Podcast. Brought to you by KexUnderwear.com. The best underwear in the action sport game. <clears throat> we're back one month later than we said we were going to be. You were supposed to do one two weeks after uh, Billy left, but you didn't. Uh, don't single me out on this one. I oh, know you chucked it to the bottom of the, the totem pole. Like your vlogs. Your vlogs have been missing as well. They're back. I'm um, two Mondays in a row. Today we've I'll give you credit. We did try and film one <clears throat> that went terribly wrong. So you would have been three it was going in a row. terribly right. And too much was going right, and then it went horribly wrong. But we're going to revisit that another time. Yeah. You know when you don't post much, do you I haven't followers? introduced you yet. This, There's uh, a man that episode, needs no introduction, aren't you? This episode, <laughs> we have the one, the only, the people's champion that have been asking to get on the podcast for months, maybe years. European <coughs> champion, Mel, twice second in the British. I think it was three times. Actually. Three times second in the British. Mount BMXDN Pocock. champ as well. That's where your status came from, didn't it? You sort of excelled at quite a busy race. First time MXDN people's champ. He's never actually won a race at that event. No, but he raced with a broken leg. If that was you, you'd have gone home. Yeah, I, would, I admitted that. I was. I would have gone home straight away. You, you You've survived. You're still limping now from that day. He's walking around with a limp. I know. About. Give us, give us a quick riding. catch up, Mel. What's been going on since then? That's that was August. Um, it's now nearly December. I, know. I uh, <coughs> had to go home with my towel between my legs and and let it rest up. You know what it's like. We've all been there before. We've had injuries. What was the injury? Um, so I yeah, you don't have to go quite as close oh, to that. Sorry. What was the injury? I broke the lower of my leg, which was the <coughs> tibula. Is that the bigger bone? Not sure. Tibula. I think it is. Um, and it had to be screwed back on, Ned. wasn't good. Two massive great big screws and he's 60 mil long with washers on the bottom of them. Is like, it still in? Two screws are still in there and they've got to be in there a minimum of 10 months. So I'm looking at... Oh, this could affect the prep for next I'm year. I'm looking at riding this season with them in um, and I'm trying to put it to the back of my brain. Well, you know, you know that I was feeling, very surprised <laughs> when I sort of... After that, you'd done the race. We was racing. You broke your foot in the race. I was chuffed to nuts that I passed you. So I come over to campus, sort of gloating a little the bit. Grin all on happy, your like, face. Big smile on my face. Like, whoa, that was good, wasn't it? Yeah. I beat you in that race, Mel. And you just looked at me like, get out of my face and get away from my camper. And I was a bit like, oh, right. Uh, what's happened? And he just said, I think I broke my ankle. And then I was like, all right. I and was trying you, to get Julian, yeah, our, our physio, to massage it out. <laughs> and oh, my God, he was... <laughs> He was like, just hold on to the table. I'll give it a good rubber. And like, oh my God, it was in so much pain. He must have been going right over. It was broke. Tommy comes over the biggest grin on his face. <laughs> I was like, Tom, not now, mate. Honestly, not now. You can't drill it into me now. So just give me five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I did feel a bit bad after that. And then um, yeah, you had a, you rode more of the weekend with it broke than you didn't with it. So it was two laps to go on the first race of the weekend, Saturday morning. 
clipped my foot off a bank, spun it round, and I just knew instantly my eyes dropped out of my head. And I was like, oh, God, not good. That was not good, that feeling. But you knew? Yeah, straight away. Straight away. I went up to the top of the hill. You turned left. It was the biggest jump down the hill, up the hill. I jumped the hill, jumped down, jumped up, and I thought, well, it's not that bad. And then it was just slowly getting worse and worse and oh. worse. And I looked behind, there's the big, what number was you? Four. I was going to say 100 then. No, four. On the green machine. Give you the wave pass. Like, come no, on, he my didn't friend. wave me past in that one, I don't think. It was the first race. He did. He waved you past on the <laughs> GoPro on all of the races. <laughs> oh, where'd you find? Said, you've got to get on. I got a stick from that off that. I had, a, I had a fan come up to me and say that I shouldn't do that. I had to correct him and say, I think I hurt my foot that race. Yeah. And it was a team race. Mm. Well, no, but I do. I'm not sure whether I'd have waved. If I was faster, no, if I was struggling, I would have waved you by to say, like, look, I'm letting him by. Even though, like, I couldn't keep up. I'd have been like, go on, mate. Like, oh, yeah, it's just playing as a team, wasn't I? Like, didn't make a difference who won the race. Like, we just had to get there. So I'd have just sort of waved you by and then said, I took my time. But. Well, in Mel's defence, he was waving you by so you could probably go on and try and catch Bobrashev. Mm. Yeah, no, he helped me a lot that weekend. He waved me by a lot. And then... Even on the second day, I managed to outgate you and you still had to come through. Yeah, my bike was not the <laughs> fastest uh, uh, machine on the track that weekend. Actually, he was all cocky and qualifying, wasn't he? But he got the lap scoring wrong and you out-qualified him yeah. as well. Mm. Yeah, out-qualified him. Because he just went balls to the wall on the first lap and that one didn't count. Yeah, well, as Mel mentioned in a video we done before every before he was broke his foot he beat me in qualifying and he was beating me in the race before he broke his foot so i reckon the weekend would have looked quite different for you yeah it may have done the effort yeah. that went in behind the scenes i was really hoping it was going to go my way but we'll have a rematch in next august Talk won't we about the effort you went to because we make fun of the effort you went to to that Do you want race, me to give you a little rundown yeah, i just want like not the week like where it starts for you the prep for that race well, the last seven days leading up to that race were the most horrendous time I've ever had. I almost pulled the pin 48 hours before. I was going to have to call you up and say, I can't do this. I, it's, too, it's all got too much. I had an engine blow up the Friday before the event. I had to call John. Johnny Gifford builds the engines for that event. So there I was, run it in, nice as pie. <coughs> Zach turned up as well. He came over from America. He was like, man, it sounds so good, that bike. I was like, yeah, it's mint. I'm really happy with it. Big grin on my face. And I thought, right, I'm just going to do one more session on it. That's it. We're going to turn it into race prep, race oh, plastics. And uh, it blew up. The next session, it blew up. So that was the Saturday. How we much was money was that down the pan? It was a cylinder. Because um, you're paying for all your own parts. A this. cylinder and a piston. Obviously, all the relevant gaskets that go with it. We managed to get that rebuilt overnight. And it blew up again on the Saturday. <laughs> Um, turned out it was the crank that was letting go so we managed to get it rebuilt over again couldn't get on the bike until Tuesday afternoon because we was waiting for crank parts John again had the engine and bits rebuilt it so that's the third time before the race on Fox Hills we was leaving Friday, Thursday morning because everyone gets there early and my dad wants to get there the first put the first camper pull in and um, so we got the bike running Tuesday night and it was a warm day and my track was sun-dried, baked. You know, it was just like an absolute dry concrete road. And um, it got it running at like four o'clock in the afternoon in the sun. It was hazy and just, you know, don't normally ride my track past three o'clock. So Dad went, go right down the bottom and run it in. So I just banged my boots on, had my shorts, just put a helmet on. Went straight down the bottom. And there I am, just cruising around, running it in. And a little muntjac deer 
Oh yeah, I remember. Jumps out the fence, <laughs> and I hit the side of it, and I go ba ba, like this, and I just stamp my foot down so hard, and I just throw the bike up the track, and I skid up the track, and I've cr- I had shorts on, and I've just gone across all the dry. Just all oh, the gravels, it's all cut my elbow and I've got a massive like bruise, graze, burn on my hip and I've cracked my knuckles and oh, it's just the worst Tuesday evening of my life. I've driven up, dad's gone, how's it gone? And I've just gone, oh, just blood everywhere. <laughs> I, I thought you were joking. Couldn't make it up. So that was the Tuesday. Um, but yeah, no, it turns out the engine was all good and I had to go and see Julian again, get physio before the event and load everything up Wednesday, gone Thursday morning. So, yeah, the, the lead up to that event was treacherous. I do remember the story about the deer, and I thought you were joking. And no, when I turned joking. up to the race, your leg was bright purple. <laughs> so, it all started a long way before it, went, it was going wrong. Well, it's about January. What? Oh, the, the, <laughs> yeah, that's when the spend starts because he gets on eBay, starts finding all the bits and the parts, and then Mel's, Mel, his dad, and his brothers all like to buy every single part and bike they can find yeah, to make one good bikes. one. Yeah, there are the fucking jokes. amount of them is outrageous. Mm. And it's then it's a it, stressful time leading up to that event. And then he t- does this thing, sort of like what Billy does, where he just don't say anything. You've been practicing? No. <laughs> no. No. Have you got? A, you've been riding that bike? No. <laughs> but really, when you find out he's been on it for. 25 hours yeah, when the he engine's went up there, his brothers say like we were suspension put testing, some hours in on that gearing thing. jetting oh, yeah. the first the first day we went to to make the video of him on I his cowie him, i wouldn't let him in brett no brett said when you went off he went he, he has done some training on that bike there. <laughs> <laughs> was you a little bit gutted i beat you in that race i was more than gutted to come away with that place with a broken leg and you beaten me. Yeah. Well, it was bit I of was a deflated. Yeah, You've got one good thing that came out of it, though. What? You've got a saying that I've sloganed into a t shirt that's coming out in a few days. That rolled off the tongue pretty well, that. What was it? Uh, what was it? Sundays are for racing. Racing Mondays, Mondays for X Race. Yeah. I've made you a merch t shirt mm, for thank that. Thank you. People have asked for that. Is that out for Christmas? It will. It'll be out December the 1st. I'm excited for that. Thank you. <laughs> you can wear it to Arena Cross. The, uh, the best thing that actually happened that weekend was a set of crutches were delivered to me. Th- Sunday morning, and I was so grateful for him because I, I generally was making it up. I generally to the start line. No, no, do you know what? No, Billy McKenzie as well. <laughs> we was I was hobbling to oh, do yeah, my I game. Saying yeah, and he stamped on it or something. He kicked, he kicked, tripped me up. <laughs> I literally all of this was. I've never felt so much anger wave over. I just wanted to whack him. <laughs> Tommy got him back though. <laughs> he crashed in front of Tommy on the GoPro, and his leg came out. Tommy just rode out yeah, his leg. Straight he over. just kicked me and went, <laughs> I was like, nah, mate, no, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good weekend. Yeah, it was a good weekend for me. And then I think it? you got, you need redemption really next year. Yeah, we're in, aren't we? I don't think you thought that I was going to have it for you on the Cowie. You rode that bike so well. You rode the absolute wheels of that bike. I'll give it to you. I could hear it bottoming out everywhere. The wheel was such in the mud guard. You was on the throttle way before I was ever on the throttle. You was Yeah, because it was slower. Revs. <coughs> I was pulling up on the hills. I had the, I had yeah, the run. Not on the much, a little bit, but I think when you got a slower bike, you can obviously. It had that little power that think I could just go. The suspension was soft on that bike. Yeah, suspension was way too soft. Mm. You told me that before the race, though. Mm. Funny that, isn't it? A lot of people tell you a lot of things you don't listen to them. Yeah, a bit like my merch that's just come. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bit of a problem with my merch. Um, it they sort of give me some designs and then they've come and. Um, they're not, I'm not as happy with them, and I see Bill's merch and Ed's new stuff, and then I'm like, I design my own stuff, and I'm a bit like, 
Oh, yours looks good, doesn't it? <laughs> yours looks good. Oh, yeah, mine's sort of got the right colour there. Who's designed that T-shirt you've done for me? Uh, Bradley, the guy that works Are you for me. It? Yeah, it's good. He's not had a go at it then. No, he's not. No, I did have an input with one of the colours, and then you changed it back, I think. To the X-ray T-shirt? Yeah, because I said you should do it in like a bone colour. Yeah, that was the one input mm. you made. And you kept have that. Have you put any screws in the bone? Uh, I think no. there's a break in the bone. Is I can't remember off the top of my head. It's good t-shirt. I was convinced though. I sprained, sprained my ankle that day. What? Yeah, I was surprised when you went to the hospital on the ma- whenever you went. Do you know you what was back. quite contrasting is you've yeah. you've done that and you've hurt yourself at that race yeah. and you just twatted a bank. Yeah. Easy as Six that. months prior to that, you was jumping on tough blocks, diving over people's heads in arena cross, smashing oh. net metal fence walls and you was unscathed the yeah. whole time. Got away with murder arena cross, <laughs> didn't I? Quite literally got away with murder. And then you actually the smallest of clips and not good. How many sets of handlebars did you do? Um, well, we started with the brand ODI and finished with the brand RFX because I think ODI ran out of handlebars that I was using. So <laughs> that's good. I don't know how many handlebars that was. We've done six sets in the s- mm. six rounds. We lost plastics, subframes. Um, what is your count discs. for that? You did, and um, you you ended up snapping a collarbone of someone else. No, it's no. Did, that's that, a bit that was he, t- he still sensitive about no. that subject. <laughs> Cross-jumped Matt, someone. Matt's. Poor old Matt Bayless was just, you he know. He was minding his own business in that race. No, he was, I know he got hurt. I should no one ever wants to see anyone get hurt, but he was riding dirty with me, wasn't no. he? Yeah, he <laughs> was. <laughs> he was, he agreed. Head to head at Wembley, agree. he was standing on Elliot Banks-Brown's bike. He deserved that and all. <laughs> <laughs> Are you excited for it coming up this I year? I am, I am, I am. I just don't. Uh, I just. What happened in Birmingham? I just don't like thinking about get the jitters. I had um, Birmingham I had Nando's and went downhill no, real quick. You, didn't was, I? you just didn't want to ride, no, did you? I was up for. I was up for Birmingham, and you then, um, that was your, you were struggling the most with that track. Yeah, well, I couldn't triple that one triple section, so I was sick, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was good. Good crack. That's coming up soon. Adam so. Wells was jumping this triple, and he's what class is he in? Uh, uh, amateur all stars, I yeah, think. It went step on step off triple, and I just had the biggest mental block that I couldn't do it. And I just went out to watch the next class out that come out, and he, Adam was jumping it. I thought straight away he jumped it yeah. too. I was like, wow, just put me in my place, really. I don't know whether you should be in that class, but you are going to race the pro class again this year. I think I deserve to be in the pro class. Do you think? Entertainment wise, you definitely deserve to be in it. I had a few not bad results, to be honest. Yeah, you did, yeah. It all started you at Belfast with a good lot of... Mm. You had all the tough blocks right around your rear wheel at Belfast, and that's where it sort of started. Yeah, I hit the, the chain link fence in a couple of times. Um, <laughs> I hit the, the concrete floor so slippery. What was your um, favourite track? Probably... Mm, it's got to be Wembley. Uh, that was a, that was a mm. good weekend. That was a good night for me, that was. Yeah, that, was that was my I worst one. I did get one. through the qualification. I went through all the head-to-heads. Straight off the head to head, straight into the main, still sweating. Pulled a ripper of a start and was yeah, up the front. From the outside. But I'd mu- we must have done the most laps around that place that night. I enjoyed it. I was getting a step on, step off. I just felt. Triple on, off. Yeah, I felt like a full AMA star. Well, you'd come up here and done a, a, a day before and then you got the hang of the triples and then I think mm-hmm. that'd give you a lot more confidence. Oh, that The week before, you blew my TikTok up. I flipped it, didn't I? You tried to wheelie through the whoops like Eli Tomac and looped it and it got half a million views on TikTok. <laughs> That's good I was going. looking at the mug guard in your workshop. Yeah. I crashed today and I snapped the fruit guard off and I put it next to the mug Oh, guard. have I got a new... Yeah. Oh, nice souvenir. Didn't I? Mm. Where, 
where did it all start? Because people are obviously seeing you from the... They know you. Most people just know you from racing. You've raced mm. GPs, British Championship. You've won a European title, which is massive, whichever way you look at it. And then... Um, but how did it all start, like, for you, your career coming up? What, from right from the beginning? Yeah, from, like, the beginning. Me and my old man go racing. But you got, like... It's probably same... Yeah, same, similar Queen. to me. I used to come racing with you. I know that. Well, in the I British... Just, to be honest, in the British. started was coming... Over and playing at pit bikes at yours. How young was we then? I must have been... 10? 10, 11. I was a little bit older. I was probably 11. CR50s. Mini bike pro, CR50. Yeah, you Tristan, mini bike pro. You had a one. I had a blue one. Billet yeah. wheels. Did you have billet wheels yeah. on yours? Yeah, it was cool. We was cool, weren't we? Don't know about cool, but oh, we had cool <laughs> little tracks and we yeah. used to ride mini bikes all day. Yeah. Every day, all day long. Yeah. In and out the house too. We didn't know it then. No, when I when I very first met you, or when I met Tommy before, and then he brought you up a few times, I actually said to Tommy, "Don't bring that knob back up." None in. of you lot like me, really. No, you I liked you, and then we didn't <laughs> like you for a, a bit, lot and then you come back. You was you used to bully me. <laughs> no, you was just really annoying at one Mate, stage. Used to bully me. <laughs> no, you was. You was bad. I felt, I felt like I was the outer of the. I was the odd one out all the time. Yeah, then you'd come around. We like you. Mm. You was you was the geezer <laughs> I used to remember you was. You was on a bike at Dixon Yamaha, bright blue gear with an orange helmet. Orange hair and an orange helmet. Mm. Six six one orange helmet. <laughs> yeah. That was my dad's idea to wear that orange helmet so he could see me around the track. <laughs> well, it worked. <laughs> no, but you've you used to race mid Sussex. Guess with me. Yeah. You got dad used to race. Yeah. You got three other brothers that raced. Yeah. When you used to race together, he used to win. No, I'm older. No, he was always a bit better. In what, no, was he always in the class above as well? Yeah. Oh. How old are you? You're two years old, three years older mm. than you. Yeah. So he he was always a little bit. I don't remember ever racing you as a kid. No, the first proper terror I've had for you is probably Fox Hills. No, what? actually. No, I beat you at Fox Hills a while ago as well, didn't I? When it got red flagged and back. Oh, yeah, we had a race then. <laughs> <laughs> I passed him and then the race got back flat. Uh, took a lap back and he actually beat me. Mm. What What did you, you... You went British first and then Europeans. So I actually went British Championship... Um, and then I was riding for Steve Dixon on the bike at Yamaha mm-hmm. at the time. And my year schedule was going to be, uh, we could probably go back now, 2008, 2009. Um, I was going to ride for and do uh, do British Championship and the odd uh, BYMX Nationals. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming into the year, I think it was Martin Barr at the time, crashed and broke his shoulder. And uh, Steve went, well, you can go GPs if you want. Dad, my old man being my old man, was just like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. You can manage that. And I went to a load of GPs, just never qualified. Back from them days it's hard then. Yeah. Really hard. That was though. in the <laughs> days when you, you didn't 15, pay. It was, was like... 15. Yeah. It, w- it was last chance qualifiers and all sorts. Last chance qualifiers. Um, yeah. I remember the dangerous last lap, one oh. lap dashes. You've probably been in that yeah, situation GPs before. It was a horrible fl- place to be. Yeah, GPs then. I remember... And I was. I went into it the first year. You had heat races. Twelve out of each heat. Twelve riders out of each heat went through. Six from the last chance. So there was only yeah. thirty on a line as well. Back. I then. remember in Ireland, you Very was nice. up in the championship near the front, battling for the championship, and you went through the last chance and only just scraped. Yeah, in. got like sixth in the last chance, and yeah. I think I was second in the world at that point because the French riders were so 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 fast in the last chance, and there used to be so many French riders. You'd pull a one lap together yeah. and just bang it in. You was, you would struggle. Like I think one chickens. year, Caroli, 
I think he even won the World Championship or something and didn't qualify for one of the races. Really? Something like that. I might have that completely wrong. But I know he definitely won a GP one year, but also didn't qualify the same year because it was that... It was difficult then to qualify now. Yeah, well, you, you just only got cock up. you go straight in, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think that would have been 2009. 2009. Because I, I think I'd gone to America then. Yeah. Yeah. He was rock star status already then. Yeah, I was That's just that video has just resurfaced. Oh, no, no. <laughs> No, no, this is the bit where he's going. That reminds me of that video. This is the bit where he's going to ask me to cut this bit. No, What's the reel you're oh, on about? Ter- oh, um, terrible! It's a ter- um, bad, 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 bad video that's come out. Don't talk about the accent or the hair choice. There's a video that's been circulating for about yeah. two weeks now, and Tommy's thought that if he just doesn't mention <laughs> it, he can hide away from it. And we've been telling him, "Look, you were a knob, and it's just best to embrace it." No, I can't it. watch the video. I, I get goosebumps. I, I go really hot. I start sweating. I, ca- I've watched it once on. <laughs> I listened, I thought, right, just watch it. It's out there. What's it matter if you watch it? Like, just watch the video. Anyway, I started playing it. I just wanted to smash my phone up on the floor. And then I'm like, I'm laying in bed that night. I can't even sleep. And then I'm like, no, just try and watch it. And then I turned to silent. And I can, I can stomach it in silence. Like, I've got a bad haircut. I've got bastard sunglasses on. <laughs> and, and you're I being an outrageous I can get human. over that because... I thought that was cool at the time, but the the bat the really bad fit. And I I, I, what I say is bad in it, <laughs> and but the accent and what I say together is really bad. Um, yeah, I'd rather I get tenth than uh, look I good. I can remember watching that video, thinking that's not my mate. I used to ride pit bikes with. I don't know. Who that, no, I don't I'd, know who that is. I'd adopted <laughs> an English an American accent after about three weeks. I'd rather of being get tenth and look good than uh, fifth. Yeah, it's bad. awful, awful, awful. <laughs> I wish you didn't bring it up, but they keep saying you should own it. Just repost it. You should put that back on your. Should screen, just no, repost no, it and just say, look, yeah. I was a fucking bad human being. But maybe we could put it in a, a little bit of it in the start of my YouTube. You'll never watch YouTube thing. again if I put it in your vlog. <laughs> Not the vlog, but just like the thing, only the good bit. It's really bad. Like there must be more videos. I've got like hard drives full of how much of a mate bad even, he used to be. <laughs> mate emailed me and he just put, I've got a good interview of you in America. It's funny. Can you collab on Instagram? And I just went, no, nah, certainly not. <laughs> this is before I, he'd even seen yeah, it. He went, just, no way. Nah, <laughs> I knew what he was talking about. I knew the footage and I just went, I don't want any part of this. And just thought, if I leave it at that, he won't it's collab me. Go. Ten days later, I just see it. It come up, and I just went, no. I, I think Jake Mill would repost this. Twice. Jake put it on twice. Really make sure everyone did completely did see it. Oh, it's tragic. I keep getting tagged in it now. Someone else reposted it. Like I'll post it a, after this podcast, just in case anyone's missed it. No, mm. I don't want it. It's a great right. one that surfaced. But back to, back to me. Back to Mel. Oh, right, yeah. Okay, yeah. 2009. Use Dixon Yam trying to qualify did you qualify at all that year or uh, not Ferry House at, um, in Ireland was the last GP of the year I no one managed really. to get in not a lot of riders turned up uh, no probably not to be <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I managed to get I was the last one coming on onto the start line as, as the no I actually got 31st and I didn't get in on the first race but I got into the second race oh uh, really yeah so that was it I qualified that was I classed that as a as a win yeah, you're in I qualified. first reserve if you I race the race reserve, you're in yeah and then uh, I didn't finish that race. I think I crashed out. And in 2010? 2010, I think I went to race for... Um, Suzuki. Suzuki, I'm pretty sure. Um, Rel- Philip Neal. Relentless Tass Suzuki. Tass Suzuki, yeah. Um, GPs again? Uh, no, all British Championship racing. I did... No, hang on a minute. I did another four years GP in 2010. GP for Steve Dixon. 
So 11. And then 2011, I went to Suzuki because then 2012, I went back to Steve Dixon to win the European, European Championship. That's when you won? Yeah. No, that so, can't be right. Yeah, no, yeah, that's right. I was 2012 European But, but what year was you... Because I come off the Suzuki's. He done went the to odd European. GP in 2012 as well. Mm. You did the odd GP. Yeah, I did the odd fill-in Yeah, because that's the year that you held Hurlings up. Mm. Yeah. Good, good that is. Uh, we can put vlog. That <laughs> that's one you can And he add. called you a twat on live TV. Mad Melko, Again, Polka, this, is your whole, this whole thing. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. This whole thing. We weren't even that friendly at that point. It all think. started. Oh, no, you had, you'd, tra- t- you'd live with me that winter. I lived with you that winter. So we're back friends again at this point. We're back friends. You're back from America. You're back English again. Yeah, it and took then, me about eight months to get back into the swing of. Yeah. And then uh, you said, oh, you need to start training because you had a tough year in 2010, uh, doing 2010 doing GPs. And then I was doing your. Uh, British Championship 2011 you said look you need, you need to up your game I remember it you said come and train with Kirk okay well who's Kirk it's guy to train with blah 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 so this is how it all happened I started coming you up to Derby Elliot Banks Brown me lived, and you lived yeah, in, in the apartment. student house in Derby Central no first we was in the apartment yeah in the apartment that was it and it was a student that's funny because you were big rivals with Elliot Big rivals of Elliot all that year, banging bars, want to just kick his face in it every time I see him. There we are, staying in the same house. and <laughs> Training uh, in the same gym. Training the same trainer and uh, becoming friends. He's actually all, all right. right now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah I like Elliot. I've always liked Elliot. Yeah, well, I've, I've liked him on and off. I didn't really <laughs> like him in Wembley last winter, but he just, uh, he's just that guy for me, isn't it? There's a few mm. of them guys out there for me. Yeah, you seem um, to get... But no, I like Elliot. Oh, yeah, we've... Um, um, we ended up staying that winter with Kirk and training. And then um, that was the year we went European racing, GP racing and uh, British Championship. I had racing head-to-head with Elliot all year whilst training and staying with him. Was, mm. That was a good um, crack because we all used to end up booking the same sort of hotels because there used to be me, yeah. you, Jakesy, Tommy. Yeah. Your mum would come. Sometimes your dad yeah. would come. Sam Davis? Or was Sam, it... Uh, uh, Sam was... Scott... Probert was coming. Probert was coming, yeah. yeah. He used to come up. We used to go out on a Thursday night, didn't we? Scream Dream. Scream Dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can remember. I don't tell, don't tell Kirk this, but I can remember being chucked out of the club at four o'clock in the morning and being back at the running track at seven in the morning. He's going, you look so strong this morning. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> running around in circles. We used to have to get to the running track. I can't wait to go back to sleep once this is done. <laughs> we used to have to be at the running track for seven, seven o'clock in the, in the morning. morning. It was Midwinter, so mm. it's like December. November, December was pre-season, and we would. Um, I think one time I can remember waking up in my going out clothes, taking them off, putting my gym clothes on, and going to the gym track. <laughs> oh, that was a hard morning. Tuesdays <laughs> and Thursdays a bit at the running track, and Only then from the running track times. to the swimming pool. <laughs> um, I remember the one time we'd done it. I had to go to um, Geneva to race the Supercross. Oh God, I can remember. You being and I woke up. Night. I was. We went out, and then I woke up and went to Geneva, and you woke up and went to the gym. Yeah, I, and I remember you saying, "I've just done the best time ever." <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what's happened. Still pissed. Never ran so fast. Mm. Now I'm up with the kids, trying to get them back to bed at four o'clock mm. in the morning, rather than with you and I. But no, we had a good, good winter, and then obviously. So in 2012, you won the European Championship. 
Yeah, so it was... Um, Won the European, year, lost the British. Lost the British. And then at some GPs. I was leading the British right up to the last round of Little Silver and the bike went into neutral and lost. Yeah, I, I was filming for Moto sure. Magazine that day and I've I, got everything that happened on... Yeah, uh, all I, the crashes, all everything I managed to capture the whole lot. It was a hellish of a day out. That was a serious day out for both me and Ellie. I went into the last round of the British 17 points ahead. To me, I sort of thought I had it in a bag. Three races on the day that day, that time, mm, do you remember? Yeah. And the super final was with... 450. The 450. And, and you Kevin hole shot. You hole shot the first race yeah. and it got red flagged yeah. because someone jumped the gate. Yeah. And then you got shafted in the last race. Yeah. Uh, the middle race, my bike went into neutral and was still running and wouldn't go back into gear. Yeah, I've got so a good video of you holding it, throwing it on the floor and then yeah, having a full paddy on the I way. I had out. a full paddy. I'm not going to lie. I had a full paddy. I'd come off the back of winning the European. So pumped and excited to think I was going to win the British Championship as well. I was so a cloud nine. I was like, it's all going my way. We had t-shirts made and everything and posters and banners. Really? <laughs> yeah, we was full on ready for everything. And then, um, yeah, like Ed said, whole shot the first race out in the lead. Red flag. Oh, my God. It just turned the day upside down for me. That, I think that upset me straight away. <laughs> I thought, no, no. First race was that. red flagged as well. Yeah, first yeah. I think it and might the have last been race. Bradshaw that hit the gate. No, the last race was red flagged for the gate, yeah. the super final. Super final was red flagged. Elliot went down in one of the races. Elliot went down. Elliot went down on the super final mm. first race mm. that got red flagged, and you snuck round the inside and yeah. hole shot. Someone hit the gate, and Elliot has crashed and dead last. Yeah. And then they red flagged it, and the reverse happened. Yeah. Elliot hole shot, and Mel was fucked off the start. Yeah. Honestly, looking back, I should have losing that British Championship that day. And also, I didn't drive... This is another thing that really got me. Chris was driving the crafter home that night. I got in the back and just basically cried the whole way home until he said, Mel, the van's running out of fuel. I said, the fuck's... Co- how, how have you run you the van out, right. out, of fuel, out of fuel? He basically ran the van out of fuel on just the way driving home. Because I think he was so in a mess as well. He got a little bit flapped up. And I can remember us just driving around and I was just crying in the back. And I just... <laughs> The van was running out of fuel and Chris was all flappy because he gets flappy like this and gets a little bit shaky when things don't go quite his way and he's just not like hasn't got a backbone in him sometimes. He melts. And um, oh, right, if I could just slam your mate under yeah, the bus. No, 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 he's one of my this. best mates. But I was just crying and he was almost crying and we was in the crafter and I'd lost the British championship and then I saw a t shirt on the floor that was in the footwell Malpo got British champion and I was just just oh it's just the way home and I just, just didn't get over it <laughs> it ruined Christmas I, went out. I got so drunk with Chris and we were just in the local pub it took us an hour and a half to get home and it were only around the corner and I just didn't get over it I just re- from that day I really think I needed cancelling because I lost the British Championship that bad you reckon yeah <laughs> really yeah if you had done me over I didn't do the British Championship next year I just took a GP only contract because I was still affect. I was so we couldn't gutted. go through it all again. No, the highs and the lows, and I can't even remember what Steve said. He just didn't even say much. He goes, "Wow, these things happen, don't they?" <laughs> Honestly, the, oh, the day was unbelievable. Just looking now, it's over ten years ago, and it just still revs my boils my blood. <laughs> I never won it since. I guess that's why I'm here now in a Kawasaki t-shirt and a jumper. We can have another go. Maybe have another go at it. But <laughs> yeah, but the problem is, Elliot's thought the same. And yeah, I know. you're still there now. <laughs> so that was 2012. I really, really thought I'd won the British Championship and I'd won the European Championship, and I just did you lost win the Did you win the Euros after that? Or was the British the last just, race? 
No, you won the European. I won the before. European already. That was in uh, Magiora. Was it Magiora? I was. I can't remember where you won it. Yeah, that was good. You was having a some. You was having lost a few a break on the last race of that one and all. Well, that was a close championship. No, I had won it. I'd won no, a lot it wasn't of the rounds. Magiora. I I think it was Fermo. Fermo, that was it. Yeah, that I'd was the last GP. So you won it the last round because. Mm. Oh no! It wasn't the last round. I lost. I'm thinking of I lost the world mm. championship Tyler Rattray in. Uh, no, it wasn't Fermo. It was um. It was Italian track. I, think I remember you on the podium. It, it wasn't Fermo. Fermo was the one on the side of the hill with all the jumps. This was... Um, yeah, you dropped down the hill. No. Where you had that one really, really wet race. Yeah, that's not called Fermo. It's uh, it's not Fienza. Oh, it might have been Fienza. Pull it up uh, on the I stats think it is, page. It's Fienza. 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 Yeah. Because I raced there. Tyler beat me there for the World Championship. Mm. And then well, you I remember you on the podium. the same sort of feeling of... I mean, you just thought you had it, and I just no. I was never like down to the wire. I, I knew that was the last round, but when I lost to Tyler, he's I lost went one one, and he he mm. he's lost the uh, he's lost the British Championship by a oh, couple of points to Carl Nunn. Had a few cries as well on the way. Yeah, I, I had a cry I in the British Championship. I needed sports psychiatrist after that because I just couldn't get over it. But are you serious or not? I don't know if you're taking I'm the piss or not. I'm deadly serious. In 2012, is that the year he was bashing Ferrandez up as well in the Euros, or was that? Um, no, it was um, Geyser. Tim Geyser. Was Tim Geyser was in the Europeans. Uh, with Jeremy Sewer. Yeah. Um, Julian Lieber. Um, he beat some big yeah, names like there. You, when you look back, at the time I didn't. I was racing at the GPs, I used to hear your little podium. You'd w- you'd won yeah, it before, it and I'd nice be getting thing. my gear on, and I would hear like, and now <laughs> being like, and I just didn't even watch his race because I was trying to get my gear on, and I'd be out after his race, but. I remember I a couple really, we both I've got some really good like embedded memories from like feeling proud of them days. Really? Like, yeah. yeah it was, You've done I, well. I when think you, it was pre like when early you look days at that of list Instagram now. and Facebook. And I never used to even post anything about it. It's come it out. No. Instagram won out in two thousand twelve. And I can remember like messaging a few of my mates saying, one again. And a couple of them were right back saying, Well done. But now if like if you had videos and this, that and the other, I try and look at videos of me and pictures of me winning that championship and it's like blurred pictures and stuff. Mm. Like a strange No, isn't it? Instagram won out in two thousand twelve because I first started and my very last GP and it's like the last GP I ever won was two thousand twelve, mm. the last MX two race I'd done in um Germany, Tuchentel. I went one one and I just posted a picture up of me and Zach Osborne doing a whip in the fairground on the night. It was when Instagram you just Take a picture, bosh it straight up. There was no like, yeah. You take it on the app, fairground, edit it. Don't touch that mic. And then, um, bosh it up. Yeah. So when you won, there Mm. was no Instagram then. No, no. Just come home. Just remember, just coming back and everyone going, well done. Dad going, well done. Mum going, well done. But you beat Mm. big names. Yeah, I think there was more more the early (laughs) days for a lot of them riders that everyone sits and watches now. Yeah. If you pull the PDF up, it's cool to say you've beat those names. Yeah. Good names and all mm. like when you I remember down. the first European I did going down to uh, St. John Angeli and me and dad and us boys drove the RS down there and it was a big deal because I can remember the old man going, ah, if you don't qualify, I've got to drive all the way back again if you don't qualify. And and uh, I polled qualifying and um, won the first two races. It was just out of this world. Weird what feeling. year was that? 2012 was the first round yeah. of Europeans I, I did. I have... And that was in front of a massive crowd, and, yeah. I, and it was French. And it, I beat um, what, who? Who did I race against for the? For, he was French. No. He was second. Uh, Desa- uh, Despray. Maxime Despray. Yeah, I remember you having big battles big with battles Maxime Despray. 
Wasn't he on Dixon as well? Um, not that year, but yeah, he eventually ended up being a teammate to me in 2014. Yeah, I remember, I don't know why, I was in a, my camper up in the car park and I just remember getting changed, looking out the window and you was on the podium and then I was getting ready to go down to my race. Mm. Always, I don't know why, that was in my head and then you said mm. St. John and I was like, I remember that one. Didn't know that was the first round. I used to absolutely, because I'd always, well, I won quite a lot of them rounds. If not, I was on the podium. I used to just bounce around the pits after that. I was like, fuck it. Just... <laughs> Did you anyway. take a podium bag ready? I must have had one ready. I must have had stuff ready, yeah. I think we Chris, no, I had Chris. Chris. Yeah, but Chris had your yeah. podium bag ready. Yeah. Spare jerk, Chris, goggles. Yeah. yeah. We Rian, had that. Rian, I think. We packed Rian that with confidence. Yeah. Like, fucking, we're going to need this. Of course yeah, we're going to need this. 2007, 8, 11, 12, when we come back, Ed had just like, oh, I need a shirt for the podium bag. And it was just like, you didn't question it. Was it was normal. Like, yeah, it was just, yeah, all right, mate. You've got a jersey in there. Pack that. See you at the podium. It was just so, it was weird. I remember you standing on, you, look back. you were standing on podiums in third and second place, pissed off. Yeah, really pissed off. I remember being, like, if you were on the podium in third, you were fuming. Yeah, it was You wasn't day. quite the people's person back then, was you like you are now? No, if someone would have tried shaking my hand after a third, I'd have wanted to whack them. <laughs> no, I wasn't a people's person. I, I thought, you, I didn't realise I was as bad as what I was until sometimes I speak to people and they would go, someone, I'd done a presentation the other week and went, you've done our presentation, you give the trophies out and you just cleared off back up to your room. <laughs> and I was like, no, I can't have done. They're like, you did. And it's like, you gave us a helmet as well to give away, but it had no inners in it. And I'm like, I can't have done that. Like, you did, yeah. And then... Um, She's, you had done the presentation, I think, a couple of years later, because you were spoken about We've it. We've done some presentations. And then she, um, she went, at the end of the night, you did say you was really pissed up the night before, and then you showed <laughs> us a picture. And I had the picture on my phone. I was bollock naked, <laughs> being sick in the sink in Derby, while sat on the toilet seat. And um, she had it on her phone, this woman. She was about, I don't know, older. She had the picture. Yeah, she had the picture, and I'm just like... She was like, I've still got it here, look. And I'm like, what? This is... Twi-. What, you sent her the pitch can? Yeah, she was like, at the end of the night, you sent me this. And I I don't know, I'm adamant I would not have sent that picture. But she had it anyway. She was like, you was real hungover. So it made a bit of sense after. I'm like, anyway, I didn't know where the story was going. She went, you've got the picture here. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> I yeah, I wasn't a people's person then by the sounds of things no, when I hear stories person. back. No, I was going to go back to the Herlins thing because that was... 2012, wasn't it? Yeah, what and actually happened in that whole scenario? Right, so... Agu- he, this he was, was at Aguada, di- wasn't it? He was dicing for the British, for the World Championship. Him and Erlins were dicing yeah. for the World Championship. And um, it all started at... Twitter was a big thing, wasn't it? Yeah, Twitter was... And you could tweet, like, no, tomorrow and I was just thought, you're invincible on in there. So I put one day... I uh, one day. Oh, me yeah, and I him forgot were how this started. We were talking. I was paying him rent to stay in the Derby house. And he said, well, if you help me, you won't have to pay monthly rent anymore. So I thought, easy done by me, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you me. wrote that on Twitter. No, I said, I retweet if you want me to... I said, like, retweet if you want me to take Herlins out or something along the lines. Yeah, because someone... Yeah, because I, I didn't got, realize this. It was as a, if this was ha- this is when it all happened with Arnold Tonus, and it was all a 
a big mess when it Arnold Tonus and because Tonus was riding for your team Tonus as well. Tonus was in the Dixon team. Herlins was going out with Tonus's sister, mm. so it was all quite little bit. I was mates with Tommy, and Herlins knew that, and there was big rivalry between these three. Is this the same time that Herlins took out Tonus yeah. in the same yeah, year? At, yeah, Saint John, Saint John, Saint John, and then yeah, you wrote. I wrote on the back of that saying retweet if you want me to take him out, Tommy, win the World Championship or something like that, and I just thought nothing of it. Blush pushed it. Out. I don't think it was those. It was something like that exact tweet but something you said something about break checking or doing something odd and then it then the event actually happened yeah so then i get to the next gp and i got called into fim office to see longo and he had printed out he had a folder with my name at the top of it me and steve dixon had to go in there this is before you'd done anything before i'd even touched herlins i'd not even i just literally put that and he said mel we uh we've we've seen your social media. We um <laughs> this is unacceptable, blah blah blah. And he had printed out all of my Facebook and Twitter. He had my name at the top. And I just looked for it and he said, Mel, did you do this? I said, Well yeah. He was better you know, that's it now. So no no nothing like vendetta against like towards riders or anything like that. I was like, well, what? You know, was yeah, a it was a younger. harmless tweet. Yeah, I was like, oh, I didn't realise I was going to get like a little bit of a... Did you get a warning or anything? Or like, no, he just said basically like... Can't do that. No, like can't do that sort of thing from a sportsman. So Steve was like, didn't really care much. Like that was it really. No, Steve wouldn't, he don't he care. He just was like, ha ha ha. That was like... He would have liked that. That would have been funny. <laughs> uh, Friday night, good Friday yeah. for Steve. Yeah. And I was always in and out a little bit of the FIM office anyways for jumping on yellows or just <laughs> like the carry on... I've always was in the hustle bustle, took someone out. So, Mel, can you come back in the office? Look, whose fault was it? And <laughs> all that. I had a big run in with Charlotte, you know, just run ins after run ins. So, I was pretty common going in and out of the old FIM office. Anyways, so we're at, we're at um, Guida, aren't we? Portugal. Yeah. And I was doing all right. I was like sixth or seventh in the race, MX2. And I'm like giving it some. I'm happy. Like a sixth or seventh for me, that's bang on the money. Massive Steve paid me the bonus money ever, but <laughs> I was bang on the money that I thought I was getting and um, blue flagged. I thought, fucking hell, I'm in sixth or seventh. First, look behind, off a jump, quite big jumps around there, floaty jumps, and they were the old school floaty jumps. I look behind, there's Jeffrey Herlins. Ah, oh, you know, blue flag, blue flag, blue flag. Jumped again. Ah, oh, Tommy's behind Jeffrey, and I just thought, oh, deep ruts here, isn't there, around this corner? <laughs> what you so, actually thought? Yeah, this. I just thought, well, I'm not going to move over. So I just dropped down into the inside of the rut. He was behind me, revving and roaring. I thought, why has he done that? Why would just, why would someone of his caliber drop in the same rut as me? So I just banged it. I just put the brakes on, <laughs> and it went bang in the back. <laughs> This was two laps to go. You really. passed him on the outside, didn't anyway, you? Yeah. Jeffrey was still behind me, and um, I'm guessing you were still behind Jeffrey. I go to the next hairpin, go around the inside. He'd gone in the rut behind me again, and I put the brakes on again. <laughs> <laughs> Bang! Revving and roaring. I just thought, thick ass. Like, <laughs> why would you do that? He knows I'm his mate. Like, Yeah, at that point, I must have gone around the outside. You went right around the outside of the pair of us. I think you. it was... It was the top. Yeah, you jumped down the yeah. hill, jumped again, and then it went hairpin right, yeah. left, table, and you passed him on the face yeah. of the table. You passed us both. Anyways, the crowd erupted and freaking everyone went mental. <laughs> Did you win the race? Yeah. yeah. So I've come round, gone flat out up past the pit lane, and Jeffrey didn't overtake me. 
and I've just seen this pit board, this KTM pit board frisbeed out <laughs> of the pit lane. And I've just gone, oh, <laughs> fucking hell, that would have hurt if that hit me. Mate, <laughs> it's the size of that table. Wait, KTM. wait, so it the bit where he passed you. Jeffrey never passed him in no, that race. He, thought he said I was he was going to take him out. He's going to scare That him. was the start of the ra- like the lap. So he followed you for a whole yeah, he lap. He followed me no, the, the whole way around. the whole next lap. Yeah, he didn't overtake me because he thought I was going to take him out. So I... Oh, so you must have won by a fair bit yeah, then. I did, yeah, yeah. I won by about 15 seconds. Oh, yeah. wow. Mm. So this fri- this pit board got frisbeed out of the pit lane and I've just seen, I just it just shimmered off this, and I've just gone, it was the size of this table. Yeah, yeah. the big wooden thing. It would have proper hurt. <coughs> Anyways, I didn't know, but Steve caught me up and went running around into the KTM order and just got someone up against the side and was just like, God, like yeah. this is all second hand. Oh, I can't I remember me. any of it. This old no, Dixon, I remember Dixon lane. fighting. Dixon went fighting in the KTM morning and I've just like gone over the finish round and Jeffrey's like revving and roaring and like trying to drive in the back me to stop. Anyways, I've carried on through and just gone up to the gone up to the Yamaha thing and just thought <laughs> just finished your race, that's normal. I just thought Sick, that'll do. <laughs> I just thought, well, Tommy won that. No, I got a seven. I ain't got to pay rent. Like, <laughs> I'm not paying rent this month. That's ideal in my head. And I get up, man. Do you know the first lad that was there? Liam Everts. And I pulled in the awning. <laughs> He's only, what, three years old? <laughs> yeah. Or four years old? And I've, to this day, I remember Liam Everts. He had like little highlights in his hair and he went. <laughs> <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. At three years old. Or four years old. He's this tall. <laughs> and he went. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, it obviously I ran just up remember him just there. And I just thought. He was a big KTM yeah, fanboy. Yeah, I had then, a Blackberry at the time. We all had Blackberries, didn't we? Mm. It was cool if you had BBM and that. And it just was vibrating across the table. And since <laughs> everyone was ringing me, everyone was meshing me. And I thought, oh God, this is bad. <laughs> it's like five deep now around the Yamaha awning. Steve's in there loving it. And just uh, all the awning, all the, all the, they dropped all the awning sides, everything. <laughs> Zipped all the awnings up. Thought this is not good. <laughs> it's not good. And then yeah, he was Jeffrey was on camera and he was giving it large on live TV. Did you get called back into the steward's office? He got a five thousand euro fine apparently. Yeah, for swearing. Yeah, on live TV. Did you get a fine? No. What did you no. not get called into medical? I got called in to have a chat about it, and I just said I held my line on the blue light, blue flags. It was his fault he followed me behind. Which he did in a, in a one way, yeah. I held both my inside lines, but I just missed out the fact that I slammed the brakes on. And um, <laughs> So, 
So yeah, then what about the Twitter abuse you got? The abuse on... I got so much abuse and I used to go to Belgium and Holland a lot for riding and training. And um, I'd knock that on the head for a couple of weeks. Because <laughs> I just thought, I bet I got death threats and yeah. I got emails and I just couldn't believe that the, abu- the, on the actual abuse that I got properly DM'd to me about it. And I can remember racing the next few GPs and practicing in Belgium, Holland and that. They were throwing stuff at me. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the abuse Stuff's you used got to send it. Look what I've got. <laughs> Just like, oh, you should die, like, bad. Yeah. Never come to Belgium again because you'll find me in the woods and all this sort of stuff. And, yeah. Fuck it. Didn't yeah. affect me as much as losing the British Championship, but <laughs> that stuck with me for a long time. And then after that day, Jeffrey had a hectic day because then he had a fight <laughs> with Tonus. Oh, someone's door got ripped off in the awning in the uh, mm. big, big uh, camper door got camper ripped door off. Got I heard because I remember um, <coughs> Dave. Now his practice mechanic was it Dave? Or yeah, Dave had to screw it back on, didn't he? With some tech screws. <laughs> well, because it was Tony's door. Yeah, yeah. Someone at, someone's door got ripped off because um, there was a fight, wasn't there? And mm. he was busy man back. It then. was a it was a busy meeting from that. Yeah, it was. Of do you um do you get on with him now? So he didn't speak to me for ages, <coughs> ages, like long. Because Tommy used to have big abuse, <coughs> or not get on. Now they're, they're friends. And then um, it, we just walked around this corner, blind corner at an airport, and I'm pulling my OGO, and he's pulling his OGO, and we just walked around this blind corner, and we just met at the corner, and I went, <laughs> "All right." <laughs> <laughs> and he When's went, this? What year? This was probably. It was still that year, probably like oh, four or really? five months after that. Yeah, I didn't see Jeffrey and nothing. He never spoke to me, nothing. Well, he was off somewhat on speaking terms before that. I mean, they're not really mates, but like I'd talk to him if I had to and he'd talk to me if he had to. And yeah, just full blank me, just he always gave me the eyes on the start, you know, just he would have liked to have punched me, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then when you bumped in, said, all right. Yeah, it was just, just random in the airport. I think we was all tired and I all around this blind corner and he just, we just ended up meeting in the middle. I went, all right. He went, yeah. And I went, uh, bit like your first girlfriend, mate. I don't think you're never going to get over that breakup. <laughs> a bit like your first bo- <laughs> And he was just laughing and that was it, really. What, your friends now? Yeah, we're friends now. We laugh about it now a lot. <laughs> yeah, it stuck with him a long time. And it stuck with me a long time then. He don't hold a grudge like that. <coughs> He's quite, no. f- like now. It, he just gets over Yeah, he you. gets on it. Like mm. I get along with him well and nice. Yeah. Funny. He's and like, he always he says the same about, like, it's a funny talking point now. It's It's like... You a little bit because he was unlikable for a long time as well, wasn't he? Do you remember a lot of people didn't like him on camera? And yeah, when you're when you're trying to like be you the and best, now he's just turned into people's people, people's persons. Hard, isn't it? When you're trying to win and do the best, and you're in that much of a rivalry, you just all you want to do is get on your bike, race it, and do your best, mm. and fucking just not talk. Mm. It's hard in that situation when you're at a GP. Like it's busy all day. You feel awful, don't you? Like yeah. at a GP, Hot, like you wake up, the heat, you're so nervous you're not hungry you're so worried about what's going to happen your race is on like there's not one moment of a gp weekend where you're like no this is good fun isn't it no the whole time you're so worried about what's going to happen you're overthinking things you're you can't eat you're trying to eat you're worried about when you what you're going to eat whether you've drank enough Mm -hmm. whether you've got enough sleep then trying to look at the track then your legs feel so heavy from the minute you wake up and you're just like I could have rested all week and I've woke up on a race day and I, I can barely lift my legs up. You just GPs like, are a big deal. It's just weird how your body feels mm-hmm. under that situation. So even to the end of my GP career, 
it's so hard to enjoy those days. Mm. So I can see why when you're out there and the people there, it's you've got to be a, <coughs> a very, I don't know, it's chatty, likable person to like show your best side whilst under that pressure. Mm. It's hard. Very hard. It's hard. <clears throat> Shall we do a few quick fire questions oh before God. we get into the injury about your hand? Because that's probably quite a good talking point. So mm. keep these quite. Keep your answers. Thing, keep your answers quite short. I've got a few. Is there as a well. lot then. Yeah, I googled you to just put like Mel Pocock, and it's yeah. the, one of the first things that come up. It says uh, Mel Pocock disqualified. What? How many times? <laughs> no, it just says. <laughs> Just says Mal Pocock disqualified. I'm not sure what you've done at that. <coughs> Billy's seen our story and says, "No way, you useless beeps are That's actually doing nice, some work." It? Not very nice, no at all. Right, quick fire Thanks, questions. Nice to. What's your favourite moment in your career? Please shout me out. That was from Bo Monday. Um, probably, probably that day that at Saint John Angeli, where I was completely unknown to what I was going into the European Championship at. You know, the Europeans were run alongside the GPs. Uh, I went there hoping to qualify because the old man didn't want to go home early um, and driving a long way back with him having the ump is artwork. And it uh, winning qualifying in the two f- races was just um, such an out-of-world experience that I was totally was not expecting so probably yeah that stuck with me i've got a good picture of my workshop of me winning that day cool and um probably yeah i've seen the picture well i wouldn't say a good picture it's not not a good picture it's a <laughs> behind, I, i'm fist bumping the wheels up, in wheels the air up. And, <laughs> you're holding on for yeah, dear life yeah. with one hand <laughs> it's um awkward photo but it means a lot what track haven't you rode but you would love to uh tain in england Scotland. Scotland. Well, you'd like to ride that? Yeah, it looks good. I think on a nice day, it's like a little um, halo up there, and I always see loads of videos and pictures, and I like, you know, I've always liked riding in the sand. Um, Yeah, probably in England anyways. Biggest career choice regret, i.e. not moving teams, not starting GPs earlier, or something else? Um, Probably there was one Pacific year after losing the British Championship, I was so naive that I didn't want to do British Championship because I was going to put all my eggs in one basket to race World Championship which I did a World Championship only year I really wish I wasted British Championship that year in 13 yeah because it would have given me another shot at the Championship which well, but you I couldn't think was mentally handle it at that point I think at that point I was so lid on a box that I um, yeah, that just, I just said GP only that's it I think I wish I, I really wish I'd done British Championship that year. If you was offered a factory electric or two-stroke bike now to race the GPs, would you do it? A factory electric bike? Start. Like basically. a start or something. Um, I honestly think my GP days are over. It's like Tommy was saying how hard and, you know. It's too much, isn't it's, it? It's a lot. The riders are really fine-tuned and I'm a little bit past all that. But um, the electric bikes do interest me. I think... We could ride yours on a Sunday. Yeah, I'd probably choose the electric bike just because new things, isn't it? Um, most enjoyable years or year of the GPs? The GPs. Enjoyable. Does that go in the same mm. sentence? It's honestly, <coughs> it's hard to enjoy GPs. Well, you no, enjoy looking you, back I think on it. I enjoy looking back on the time when I had a lot of people around us with less ties, like the years when we had Chris and, let's say, Scott Prober mm. and... 
uh, Sam Davis, you know, we was a, almost a bunch of lads going. Yeah, 2011-12 were like yeah. good crack. Yeah, the Not campers, necessarily just at the race. Driving around. Uh, early days, obviously, I went around a lot of the GPs with Zach Osborne as well. Mm. Um, with, you know, traveling around. So that looking back on enjoying things, perhaps... Yeah, I enjoyed the racing, but it was the people around you as well. Yeah, it's more the outside of the racing yeah. was good crack, wasn't it? Um, what's your favourite rider from the past? Favourite rider from the past? Mm-hmm. As in past, past. I always, um, at the age of young, I used to obviously watch, not obviously, but probably McGrath. Um, hence why I've got the odd. Honda 252 tracks now, I always... I thought you'd say, hence why you've got the bug for arena cross no. now. Cause you <laughs> I was just thinking then who, who... But no, I would say going back to riders, I think being inspired and stuff and finding out how hard you had to work towards motocross, probably Zach Osborne because he was a savage and always worked and worked and worked and worked and worked. This one's quite a good one for both of you, actually. What would you do now to MXGP if you could change any of it? One or two day format, MX2 rules again, more GPs, less GPs. What would you change? I would make the GPs more accessible to more, to many. Um, probably a one day format. And I would leave it MX2 class with an open age limit because I believe my take on it is an under 23 world championship on a 250. I think there should be some other rule that if you keep winning, then you have to move on up. Um, yeah, pos- possibly uh, a one-day event, open up the rule in the 250 class. and um, Qualifying or something? Yeah, I just think you can do it like an AMA. Like I know I know a lot of people say AMA races don't work outside of America, but I think that it can be run all in one day. And um, I think that it should be in areas of the world where it's more accessible to more teams to get the job rolling. What's your thoughts on it? Um, <coughs> I do agree with Mel, but then I think I generally think it's hard. Like it's such a, it's. I think it's hard to change what it is. I don't know what what I would really change. I I can see what he's saying, it, and it was it I was a much much be better when I first started racing to look at it as in a way that there were so many riders trying to qualify. If you qualified, you would like. Like you said, you was over the moon that you qualified to go to a GP, where that's completely out the window now. It's like you've paid your money, you can go race a GP. Yeah. You didn't finish both races, no problem. Raced on a GP, the whole. It's almost easier to race a two fifty than a European. Yeah, there's a whole thing now that, that the there's no ambition to race a GP from riders because anyone can do it. Like yeah. anyone can race a GP, so it's not like a goal. Like oh, I really want to get there. I really want to qualify for a world championship. I've ticked that box. I've won. And I think that thinking about it now takes away the the reason for people to go because they're just like, well, could go. Do I want to race the last round there? Just or watch that, Mike. You're knocking it. Do yeah. I want to race the last round there or what do I want to do? It means nothing if you go race a GP. You know, you, okay, I've got a couple of 21st. No one cares because if you'd have gone there when I first started racing in 2005, everyone was like, you qualified that was good like people tried to qualify no don't worry mate you'll qualify again let's go again we'll drive to France and try and qualify and I think that's took the yeah it's still still very it's it's still very cool in it to be able to say you won a GP or done a GP or whatever but it's it's just not got the shine it had no the top top's not going to change like the best are always going to win you're not going to change that but 
you can change the ha- the way people look at it because the top 12 in a race, even if they were the top 12, the same like 12 that go to Argentina are the top 12 in the world pretty mm. much to a certain extent. Well, it's also because maybe made a couple. so unaccessible for many that it's only the premier teams that mm. go, which drags the premier, you know, the top riders. And for anyone that's half privateer, it's a big feat to even try and chisel into that sort of zone. I think that the heat race and LCQ, two heat race LCQ was cool because then Saturday, if you're going to keep it two, <coughs> two days, you've got four races to watch. Mm. You've got an LCQ to watch and then you get the, the main Saturday event. Saturday was quite cool as well because we had um, two heats so we didn't race the, each other. We didn't no. race everyone. on MX1 at that time was always the... Um, they didn't have heat races ever. They was qualifying for some reason. Oh, yeah, 40-minute qualifying time. Yeah. Um, but the 250 class was two heats, and that was so good because both riders had raced, but sometimes I wouldn't race, say, Tyler or Caroli. It was like, then you'd race against them on the Sunday, and it was looking, like... Who's in your heat race? Well, yeah. I'd rather be in the other one. Yeah. <laughs> I, even when I was winning GPs, I'd still get my heat race and be like, oh, I'm in the hard one. <laughs> like... And I could be winning. I'd still look at that heat. 2006, every time I'd look at that and be like, count the riders, one, two, three. Oh, it's 13 good riders in my class. I don't want to get a bad start in that. Mm. It's going to be difficult to qualify. Like, you must remember looking at them oh, heat God, race things. I, I remember looking. But I think going back to the age limit and the age rule in, if you was to age rule anything, then this is the European class that needs to be age ruled compared to the yeah. MX2 class. I mean... Well, you've Why got is the age rule same on the MX2 class and European? I mean, what the hell's going on? You look back at now, like Chiodi come and race the VMXDN. Mm-hmm. He's a legend. Yeah. Like, but all his championships, I don't know whether he's three time or four time world champion, they're all in the 250 class, but he's a legend. Do you know what I mean? He would, if he got pushed out, mm. he, he may not be. He was still very good in MX1, but. Mm. There's so many, like Jamie Dobby won the thing, still <coughs> British world champion. Like, no one puts a asterisk against his career because he was a little bit older. No. There's so many good riders then racing, I think. If you're going to have an age rule, just, it just needs to be older than 23. I just, it's such a short window. You're yeah. making riders go up on the 250s earlier and earlier and earlier. <coughs> and, you, and a rider at tw- 23 is not over the hill for racing a 250. Well, also, I think now, now as, as well... the Looking back at Not it. as many people turn pro at the age of 16, 17 no. like you boys did. It's a very... Um, it's a really short career. If like Look at like Billy Askew, for example. He's 17 next year, 16, 17. He was doing GPs, winning, podiuming, but... Yeah, he might be, if he might either, be two years of Europeans. Yeah, and then, and then he goes in, he's got three years of trying to do GPs. It's not enough. Yeah, mm. and also, the riders that are ready... We'll move up anyway. If you're a two-time world champion and you're 23, you're going to go up. If you're suited to and a bigger bike rider, you're going to go up. Riders, you, they would naturally go. Yeah, to. I think even for me at 23, when I would, when I was going to go up, I felt ready to go up. I don't think I would have stayed down again. But I, I kind of think that it, it almost ruins the MX1 class as well because then that becomes so stacked. But still, there's always the top two, three, four that were going to win that, and then you get someone that's a decent rider, really good rider, but mm. Starts getting ninths and tenths. Mm. One doesn't get the TV time. Two ninths and tenths. There's so many good riders that yeah. have moved out. Paul Ann Yeah, it's pushed, a lot. It's pushed a lot of riders out of the sport. Mm. Van Horbeck. There's riders now like Van Horbeck, even myself, like you're, not that I want to do it now, but Van Horbeck 
come back to the GPs this year, got like a sixth in his first race back. He sat the whole season out, but he's just gone, I'm not riding around in that. Like, mm-hmm. I want pain to be in the class, but because the young ones are coming up, because they've been pushed out, the teams are going to opt with them. And it's <coughs> the young ones are going to have to ride for free to get an opportunity. Mm. And it pushes do you know what so we should do? The sport in that way too. We should start another race series, us three, because there's not enough of them. We got we got four in England now. We get a fifth one. <laughs> How many messages? Yeah, we could. No. I'll, I'll start one. You start one. I think sick. it's easier to go. At, that's world. I think the British Championship would be easier to sort of change. And we, the, what do we don't one need is another race series. Is shorten the races. I yeah, you think shorten the races? <clears throat> of course, I do. In the British races, yeah. What I'm the motos? Races. Because we've got more to give in 20 minutes. Twenty. I would really rather watch a, a fiery 22, 23-minute race than see everyone settle for a 31-minute race. Because mm. I've definitely settled by 27 mm. minutes. Well, there's only really... 22. It's hard for you to put in effort nowadays with your two kids and that. that yeah, it is it's a bit take. of... You no, know, now it's... I'm enjoying it. You know, I'm still doing it because I can, I want to, and somehow I still enjoy racing a motocross bike at... Mm. What we're doing. <coughs> BMX DN, that length of race was short. We could have a couple laps longer, but intense. Yeah, but and everyone was happy. The whole crowd was mm. happy with that kind of racing. Yeah, no one says could have done with a couple more laps. No that. one. Look at Speedway. Mm. No, I do think you are right a little bit there. Like, why have we got to race for 30 minutes? I mean, half the people probably are on their, yeah, I are suppose on their phones halfway through. If you them. made them shorter, yeah, then you the could... Nothing happens. Is, the race is settled down. If I was looking at the British Championship now, I would be literally thinking, let's call it... 23 20 25 minutes plus one like or 23 no plus they are one. only that what about 20 plus two i think 25 plus two it's on the wrong side of the minute you are still over a 30 minute moto yeah this year moto. after i got injured i was in good shape before but then i had a few weeks off i couldn't push in the race i was just no. riding around because on a 450 difficult what about 15 minute races and have three of them yeah better i mean you could do that we've done that before and i think what we done before was 20 minutes plus two and it, it was hard day's work that was because I think some of the races landed wrong and there were 26, 27 minute motos mm, yeah, three times off and the track gets cut out. But also as well, it's a crowd. You've got to take consideration the crowd. When these races la- like drag on five, four, five podiums at 5.30, these people want to go home. Mm. Like, I think the racing should start earlier. The qualifying should be quick, sharp and you should almost have your first race on the line by like the first pro race at least by 11 mm. people watch the first two pro races straight and get something to eat for lunch next pro races sort of like two they watch the race and, and they're off you know yeah people want to get home put kids to bed and they're, they're hanging around at 5 30 in the evening the sun's coming down am i right or am i wrong you're right right more questions uh how did you end up with a nascar <laughs> oh um no one asked that question, really. I'm just joking. I've got that. <laughs> they though. actually did ask it. Really? But I know, yeah. Let me answer that question. <laughs> Go on, ask it quick, though. Um, we went to buy a trailer about an hour from my home. Dad was like, wanted an upgraded box trailer. And um, went to this guy's yard, big, massive open barn and cool stuff everywhere. And I spotted this, I thought it was a stock car. Um, turns out it was a NASCAR 1983 or 84 from a famous car driver called Bobby Allison. Um, and ended up buying the trailer and the NASCAR. Good. I'm not interested. In no, that, I know. Yeah, but good. I've said the story now. Someone else has asked, uh, "What Jeep have you got?" 
No, they haven't. <laughs> no, they haven't really. You know, you're just making these questions. <laughs> no, up. that one they haven't. Just because I've got. I knew you wanted in, to talk I've about got different interests. My interests are quite vast. Like, I have many things that I like doing. You just how good you're was quite your, boring. How good I don't or know bad. why I'm actually friends with you outside of motocross. How good or bad was your U tag Yam? <laughs> My U tag Yam. Yeah, that's a Dixon he means. That was U tag that year, wasn't it? No, it was good. Mm. Steve, Steve got them Yamahas going. Really good with the carburetors. They were un- actually unbelievable. Mm. What they really was that year, unbelievable. The, co- the final year I raced and probably was a European, I honestly sometimes felt I was on a bike that was cheating. Because I had three-speed gearbox. We'd moved the engine. We'd lowered it. We'd lowered the rads. We'd, we'd laid the for- engine. For- Steve was in his element building them bikes. He was shaving the engine down. We was on the weight limit. Um, we was revving the engines to 17,500 revs. Um, he had re-geared the clutch to the primary gears and oh my god he was so <coughs> it was that good. element zone for Steve yeah the bikes were out of this world really that that good yeah think? I can remember going up hill uh, Hawkstone Hill Graham Irwin was on a Yamaha and I was obviously on a Yamaha and I can remember coming behind him out around and in front of him on the top of the hills in front of him it's, he's never got over that either what he just says, can't believe mm. it they were fast then bikes were fast something else he done really well with developing the engines uh, someone else but what's it like being the people's champ and why did you come out of retirement um, the people's champs I don't know why did You've, you come out of retirement because you well, stopped, once you'd I? done I your was, hand you'd I, really no no I'd done my hand and I'd come back racing hadn't I and then Covid come around and the bikes got put away and I never really come back out. Mm. How many years did you do bit. after your hand? So I did my hand in 2015. And then obviously sat out 16 Sat injured. out 16, come back a little bit way through uh, 17. I rode, Steve always promised me a bike. Um, uh, Ross and Steve Guttridge always said... Just British? Yeah, if you ever want to come back racing. To me, it was an, a career engine injury so everyone was just like I was done um, which rightly so I thought it was myself so they always said oh if you ever want a bike there's a bike sat in the shed for you so that day come around I was like think you know what I think I might be able to ride a bike um, so you rode 17 a little bit you rode 18 another whole year 18 I rode for um, Mark Yates yeah Revo. Revo. 19. Hitachi, I think it was. Was it Hitachi, Revo? Yeah. The and then 19, did you ride? Um, yeah. Yeah, so I went back racing Europe, European racing, didn't I? Oh, with Revo again. Oh, Revo. yeah. You really found a loophole for a couple of years. Yeah. Sam and Mark no took there. me back racing because uh, Europeans didn't have an agent rule. And um, we had another crack at it and... Managed to get red flag, uh, red plate halfway through the season and in and out podiums and yeah, another really amazing good years racing after such a big injury. Come second in the in the. Mm. Who beat you that year? Um, Oswami. Oh. Was nineteen your last year of GPs or eighteen? Nineteen. Oh, so you was on a high and he was on a low. Yeah, yeah. I was injured. I remember sat at home injured for some reason and then watching him in um, Red Sands. That's it. You won it, I think. Yeah. I, I didn't jail I had track. some I had a game ready on I've got a picture of it I think I can't remember what a broken shoulder shoulder, shoulder. on the start uh, <laughs> was it shoulder probably 
I don't think it was. <laughs> um, what's the favourite race you've ever been part of? Oh, I can tell you this. Go on then. Be Drop some my memory. Be some sort of shitty mini bike race or something. Oh, no. <laughs> no, motocross. Um, or Jeep racing, you like that? No. Um, favourite race. Favourite race. That's actually a quite hard one. Mm, is, yeah, I wouldn't to know. pull that out of the blue. Um, what's your best well, finish at a GP? Sixth? No, I had a fifth in Thailand. Thailand and Germany. Probably that. I was in Germany, Leipzig. It was so hot that day. I think it was a mini heat wave. Lauschenscheid. Yeah, and it was so, so hot. 40 or you was there. For you? a ginger, you went going to heat. Yeah, that was my best ever MX1 <coughs> GP. Um, went three, I was four. proud of that because the odds are against me for being hot. Any, any good in the hot... Um, why? I'm ginger and fair skin. Did you know? Yeah, but you are good in heat. Yeah, I don't know why though. A stone in my sock. I think I was in good shape. I was training a lot with with Sol Gilbert, and um, I really felt good at that stage to be um, good in the heat. Yeah. Um, favorite race? I don't really know that one to be honest. Probably, probably the one coming to the end of the to winning the European Championship. That was a, that was a nice feeling. Uh, the first wrap up of a championship for me was a nice feeling. Um, someone else has said, "What tips would you have given Tommy back in the day to help him win a world title like you?" Don't go to America. Well, that's your tip. Yeah, you went one year early, really, didn't you? Well, yeah. If I was to look back, it'd be nice to have a world championship. Does that affect you as much as not me winning the British championship? Do you ever think like? Uh, no, not really. How many times have you been second? Three. My tip would have been to won one of them. <laughs> no, but if it's a tip that you'd have done that you think I lacked back in the day when I was training. Um, I put a lot of effort in, didn't I? No, you was always fit. I would give you If that. you'd have been a bit nicer, you might have got some more friends to help you. Mm. No, but we trained hard with Kirk. Like, yeah, Kirk was three, savage. Sleep, train, repeat, wasn't it? The, yeah, the Kirk program. was savage. So your training was on point. Yeah, I would never say I did anything wrong and people say, like, we used to put motors in. There was never no. any stone really unturned that, that no. way. Well, I mean, that's me saying that. I don't think... No, I, I don't think... I don't regret I, that. As, I as your friend again, I don't think you... I tried different ways of yeah, training. I wouldn't say that you slacked off or was lazy in any way. You, no. You went there knowing you'd done pretty much whatever needed to be done. You just got a bit unlucky. I think... I would say being a bit more of a people's person because a lot of people, a lot of times, I think it was, wasn't that you bad. was arrogant. You was, mate. I sometimes stuck up for you. I thought he's not right. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, you've stuck up for me in the past. I've, many a times. Really? Well, yeah, just passing conversations. Well, he's actually all right. I don't have to come and tell you that, mate, he thinks you're an obhead. Um Someone has said, what? Did you have to change after you'd done your thumb? So that gets onto like the accident with your thumb and what changed. So, yeah. <coughs> um, what actually happened to your... What's the... Um, well, it's not really the story in, or what? Well, everything, because it's an injury, but it's not really a, a normal injury. You can't um, call it anything. Like, you can't say, oh, I've done an ACL. You can say... No. So I come into a uh, first round of British Championship, come into a corner, and a bike went up in the air at full revs, and I was at the rut alongside it, and they didn't completely go over the handlebars, but as they went up in the air, their bike come at an angle. It pivoted, and as it come back down, it landed on the underside. So you got the chain. It landed on the underside on top of my hand. So there I am holding <coughs> on like that. And the bottom side of their chain's landed here with the rider still on it at full revs and the wheel spinning. So I was basically trapped underneath it, and it just, like the wheel was here. 
tire hit me here. It gripped up, went round the sprocket, down and in. And of course, I was still moving and it just sort of all ripped backwards. Um, looked at my hand at first glance and I had compound fracture of all four bones. I'd nearly lost my little knuckle, lost my thumb. And these two fingers here were hanging on by the inside of here. So it was savage. Lost the top of my hand. Went through nerves. It went through, um, you name it. It went through arteries. It was bone damage, bone loss. It was bad. Bad, bad, bad. bad. I was only with you the day before, wasn't I? Yeah, it was bad. I, I was remember. up there riding here, mm. really, the week before. Yeah, no, we were. <coughs> um, I think you might have been my first visit to our outside of friends and families, weren't you? Well, I we might have. I had a broken oh, back. I come there's in. a good picture of mm. me and you with a back brace on. Because you was in Derby Hospital. Yeah. It was, at the, t- my house. It was at the time we was... We was business partners in Diamond Minis, Diamond Minis was and remember, we was we was taking photos of the bikes yeah. and tightening them up and that, yeah. and then because I've got a photo of you holding the bike with my thumb, with your thumb, and once the well, that injury, was the last photo we had with the thumb, yeah, and once the injury had passed him, he was a bit better, and everyone knew. Like a couple of months later, I used to send him the picture. Like, <laughs> there's the thumb. There's the, there's your thumb. <laughs> <coughs> no, it was not a good injury. I think I had eleven operations. I was in ICU for two weeks. Um, yeah, bone grafts, external metalwork, um, fascia movement and vein reconstruction and you name it, liposuction. That's my leg on my hand now. Uh, my quad muscle out of my leg is operating my thumb. Uh, that's how much of the thumb is left. I've got quite a departed hand. So when I crawl around, it's a little bit of a, a mashup as a fist. So when I'm riding, my little finger goes underneath, which is annoying. Mm. Little um, finger sometimes goes underneath that. Always goes underneath because it's 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 twisted. So when I end up riding, I end up on top of my little oh, finger. under your finger, so not yeah. underneath the other thing. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Well, coming back riding, it was sketchy because I can't hold on with my thumb. I can't. I don't have the wrap round. You know, yeah. like, I don't have that last bit. You had a you had a, a stump at yeah, one point. My friend made me a, uh, a cap, but I just couldn't feel to trust it. And that was only to put in when you was riding. That was to extend it because I was to just give you that like what we have there. Bumps and coming forward. Um, how have I adapted my riding style? I quite a lot of my pictures now. I will have one shoulder down and I'll lean in the bottom of my hand here. Um, when I'm under throttle and under power, you'll, there's quite a few pictures of me. I'll be hanging on fingertips. Mm. I'll have my front brake adjusted a little bit closer than what the average rider would have just so I don't have to roll on the end of my stump to reach the front brake lever when I need it. <coughs> Other than that, it's a sketchy ride. <laughs> but you're dumb, so I remember you being in tears after you just finished a race when you come back in your first race at Canada yeah, Heights. Yeah, Canada Heights, I thought it was impossible. It was an impossible road for me like to finish the first British Championship race. Yeah, it was a big, big thing that maybe I still could race a motocross bike. Mm, no, I remember. Yeah, it was a big deal. Big injury. Mm, very big. Mm. You was very, very spaced out the first time I came to see you in hospital. I don't even think you knew I was there. <laughs> you was just like, oh. <laughs> wow. Good times. I'm sure we've all got injury stories, but that's, that's a like pretty... That. that was bad. Yeah. That was yeah, really, was, really bad. That, that one a, sort of went, like, through... I've got, like, 5,000 likes on Facebook. Yeah, but everyone For knew. What? Oh, it's good, like, post. Yeah, it was a good post. <laughs> was it? <laughs> Costly one, though, wasn't it? <laughs> Fucking thumb for five likes. Yeah, well. I can remember saying to my dad when I got down to the ambulance to go and look for my thumb. That's probably the hardest thing I've ever said to him. Go back up there. It's up there somewhere, I think. Yeah, that's gone. Yeah. 
He was up there. I think he had his glasses on. Pain in the ass that was as well, because back in the day, iPhones used to be thumb recognition, didn't yeah. they? Someone Lost else that. just said that. How do you operate your phone? Not by that thumb. No, it's to swap the <laughs> fingerprint. <laughs> What's the next one? I'll tell you what does hurt, is when I get roosted on the stump. Yeah, I can imagine. Oh. There's not many, too many more questions. I think we can wrap it up. Mm. Little quick fire. What's the What's the f- the future now for Mel Pocock? You've got your little business diamond minis that you've now eventually got your hack and hacked Instagram back. Oh, that was a nightmare, wasn't it? We lost Instagram. You still running diamond minis? Me and right. you used to do that, and then I said, "Oh, I've got not Ed, enough time anymore." Me and Ed was founders of Diamond Minis. That was lo- how long ago did we start that? Fourteen, fifteen, I think. So Diamond Minis is still running. It produces mini bike parts, but. Yeah, we lost the Instagram page to Russian hackers that wanted a twenty nine hundred quid to get it back. You windled them down to five hundred, though, didn't you? And then just well, you he still be- didn't he pay. He become my mate. <laughs> Used to talk to him a lot. So I had him on WhatsApp because he hacked the account, which my number was on there. So I was WhatsApping him, and um, I'd send him stuff to just say post it up for me, and he'd say, <laughs> "Yeah, that's fine. I'll put it on your bill." And then uh, Did he, he actually post things. Yeah, for you? he used to repost stuff, and then he would message me saying, "I still got your account, mate." And I go, "Yeah, I know, mate." <laughs> <laughs> so some hackers, and then he just disappeared. So whether I'd ever set, had I've ever sent the money, would I've got it back? I don't know. But Diamond Minis has got a new Instagram. You account. said he was actually all right. Like, At nice. some point, he was all right. Yeah, <laughs> chatting along, but he just was playing the game, which I was playing the game back for him and all. <laughs> so I don't think he's come across someone like me like that before. <laughs> So, but you're still doing that now. Yeah, I run, I run that as well. But there's a month we're juggling act back down south because we're quite north up here for me. We're on the um, Sunset Coast, aren't we, of East Sussex? Mm-hmm. And then you're racing, obviously, for Dirt Store this year. Yep. Happy about just that, like or not? Just like yourself, mate. Mm. Teammates and your new O'Neill gear, your bell helmet. Come around. I talked you back into racing again, really, didn't I? Last year's arena cross. I will have to cross. say you've brought me back on the scene. I talked you into arena cross bad last year because <sighs> you was going, "Oh, I'm not going to do it." And I said, "Go on, what? Like, you might as well, aren't you?" So there's not going to be many years you're going to want to race anymore. A dangerous experience, which I'm, I'm guessing it's just all right around the corner for round two. Um, but yeah, this year we are. I'm going to race two fifties this year, aren't I, Tom? Lost a in bit. motocross. Yeah, in motocross, British Championship. Uh, it's called the Dirt Store British Motocross, isn't it? Dirt Store Kawasaki. That's it. And the Dirt Store British. Oh, yeah. Dirt we're racing the Dirt Store British Championship yeah. for Dirt Store Kawasaki. Yeah. Um, so if you need anything, class. go to Dirt Store. Mm. Are they having a shop there every round, I believe? I think they're going to have an, yeah. a store at the race. I'm not sure, but it's an online shop, Dirt Store, if you don't know what that is, um, by now, where it, they just sell pretty much everything, rider gear, Oils, the whole vast of stuff is it's a big website now, isn't it? Big website, big inventory. I think they just banged out big some shop. Black Friday deals. I was looking at them. I'm Bought doing some of them as well. You got Black Friday deals? Yeah, I'll uh, my some of my old merch. Now this is what the Kex Black Friday deal, which will probably be out by the time this is out. In fact, it will be. The Black Friday deal is mystery styles, so mystery prints, mystery cottons, mystery socks, all at fifty percent off. Men or, 50, or women? Uh, only men. I can't remember. It's fifty or there's no some on the some stuff, form yeah. of a some form of a discount on it, and it's a good discount. So then, if you buy it, you don't know what you're getting. You might get this print, that print. Mm. What good. if what if they don't? Like it when it arrives. You got fifty percent off. Tough. You got fifty percent. Oh, that's off. it. Yeah, and it's then a surprise. Oh, it's a surprise. Yeah, so they like they can get excited about it. They all fit nice, don't they? So you can't really be disappointed. Whenever you put a new set of kecks on, you're like, 
fucking nice that mm. it's just nice feeling so in general the, the people the people's review on it is top notch isn't it thanks but we got mm. and then what else said what else you got to tell them um, well then following that we've got all new merch from Billy Bolt all new Kex Clubber your new stuff got a t-shirt coming for me t-shirt coming for you then what we'll do is we'll sort of ride her on into December and then we'll pick up where we left off with the Arena Cross tour and the Arena Cross vlogs mm. and actually we're making the Arena Cross merch so all the Kex merch uh, sorry all the Arena Cross merch is Kex collab so there'll be loads of new stuff at Arena so Cross so you know it's top quality gear top mm. tier but I'm excited about Arena Cross that's coming up soon so check it out because the first round is on the f- January the 6th. Manchester. In Manchester, then Belfast and Aberdeen and then NEC and London. Probably it was so, so good last year, wasn't it? We had the best it was, time. It was good. It was like a whole bunch of stag dudes, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> no we only went out once. We went Belfast out Belfast the only time we went out. I'm joking. But um, and I was good it was times. just a nice time with the boys. Yeah. The atmosphere in the pits is good. The... um. The racing I enjoyed every part of it mega. So it's good crack because winter shit. Yeah, and that, shit. that made I'm winter. I'm looking forward to that now. Yeah, that made winter go well. Like we've rode up there today, and even though the weather's a bit overcast, it's like we'll just get through this couple of months, and then we'll be racing arena cross, and then we can mm. back on the bright side. Maybe a week in Spain. <clears throat> do you know um, what they need to do before all of that? What? Just tune into your next video because us three are off to see Young William Bolt race on Saturday night. I'm yeah. looking forward to that. This weekend, isn't it? Yeah, super enduro. Mm. Yeah, we're going out. I've bought some new shoes for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tommy's bought some bad shoes the last couple of weeks. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I've been getting grilled the last couple of weeks. On <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't even want to open my phone. Like, I see there's just like 36 messages on WhatsApp, and I just think, uh, what's happened now? Like, what, what, what have they found? And it's just been relentless the last two weeks. I just... Sometimes I've really been, like, borderline deleting myself from the group chat because it's got too much. Bought a set of shoes. They said they look like wellies. Bought another bad. set of shoes. They're green. They were apparently awful. The green ones were. Bought right. a jacket. That's horrendous. I've been at a weekend in London with the missus. I went and done the wrong thing there. It's just been relentless. Relentless. And You've that left video your door surfaced. wide open. The video surfaced. That was bad time. Other videos got bought up from the past. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to. Can we bring uh, that video on to no. follow up? Vlogs, videos. Maybe you can just put it in a little bit at the end of this. You can just have put you got one any clip that, in. Have you got any of that The best part, and you can put Mel's uh, bit with Herlins in. The best part is I'd rather get 10th. No, And look good. <laughs> than 5th and look bad. Oh, it's all awful. I think on that note, we should fucking call it a day, because that's bad. I'm getting all hot and flustered. Are you done? Anything to add, Mel? Where can they follow you and find you and see what's what? Do you do anything on Instagram, social uh, media? Most of the videos we put up is either what you've created for me. You'll be in the vlogs though, won't you? Class acts of Exas Media. Mel's um, very good to have around. I I'm was just a good morale pe- person, aren't I? Um, mm. Just naturally quite a funny man to be around. I'm not. What do you mean? <laughs> no, you are. Like, um, I just find you quite funny. You don't have to do funny things. I just think it's funny. The funny things you do are stuff like... This is no, what this is one example of how funny you are. Tommy Stag do, right? You don't say anything to no one. You turn up to the airport at five in the morning. Black hair. Jet black hair, jet black eyebrows. Mm. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it was good. I wouldn't have been able to keep that a surprise. 
<laughs> just I told no one. Oh, the stag do. We, no, the story's not even coming out about the stag do. Yeah, but that's your stag do. That's why it's probably not surfaced. About your that, stag well, do. we can do the end. That's how it started. He turned up with black hair out of nowhere, just dyed his I've hair. I've never actually seen you laugh that hard. And then how it ended ages, was Mel was on a table like this about 30 minutes before we had to leave to the airport, getting a B12 injection in his ass, trying to resi- revive him back round. bad. Really bad. No, not a B12. No, it, it would have been something, something serious. Something my, what the... The results I got out of that injection were incredible. I can only describe as what... It got you through the airport and onto the, the plane. Well. GP. We was flying out <laughs> and he, we done, for my stag do, we done a week in Cancun. A week? It was like nine days. I, <laughs> I can't have I think nine days nights. out on a trot. It was my fault again because Mel wanted to stay in bed and I said, nah, because in, in another week and a half when you sat at home on the sofa, you'll be thinking, fuck, fuck, you know, I wish yeah, I you was... was mm. You was kept the spirits high, but that one night... I think if Mel could have just, it had just a I rest. could have done without it, and it just tipped <laughs> me right over the edge. And I just got so ill, whole body shut down, shaking, couldn't get on the shivering, plane, shivering, sick. Just the, the room, it, I felt like my absolute worst when we had to sign out the room. So I was in the foyer, just shaking and sweating, shivering and crying, and just awful. And I got to the doctors, and it cost, I think it was like 500 euros I spent on injections. Oh, really? Yeah, it vibed you up. Yeah, it's done me a 180. I was. <laughs> Brand new. Yeah, and Wouldn't then you died it. about three hours into the flight a, again. Yeah, a ten-hour flight, and it just dropped off the face of the earth. And <laughs> I was just so, so, so ill. I get to Gatwick Airport, and um, again... Didn't you I drive straight from the airport to the hospital? No, I was stood on the short stay pick-up, and I was just waiting for my mum to come pick me up, and it was so cold. And it was just like, oh, we come from Cancun. And she December. drove straight past me, and I just burst into tears because she missed me. <laughs> I was rang up. <laughs> just driven past. <laughs> <laughs> well, you broke down. Yeah, that was it. So wow. yeah, it's a few times. Uh, that off season, that was your year he, finished. It I was finished riding for Lee Toland, um, Acer Cows, uh, Acer KTM. That was 2019. Mm. And the year I did on 450, and it just ruined my off season. Yeah, no off season. It took me about three months to get over that holiday. I was so bad. Mm. I remember, it was all your fault. Bless you. Hi. That's enough, I think. Right, well, tune in. Yeah, tune into uh, Arena Cross vlogs to see Mel in action Mm. again. Thank you, guys. Hope Dirt Store have got plenty of handlebars. Mel didn't want to do this. He said he's got nothing to say, but I think it went quite well. Good guest, and we will try and make the effort to get someone else on because even Billy just see when we post it up, and he just put no way you morons took the time to do a podcast. So, um. We will try to get another one out this time. So, Bill, this if you're listening Christmas. to this, Bill, fuck you. We you should just, um, <laughs> ask if it. they've got any candidates they'd like to hear from. You was a big request, really? if I'm honest. Mm. Yeah, you've been a big request. I've probably got a yeah, lot more to say. Put on it who we can get on. I mean, there's a few guests and we can get some people on. But if you type in the comments who you'd like to see on the podcast next, because whilst Billy's away, he's not coming back for a long time, it seems. He's back for... A couple of days here or there but probably won't have time to squeeze one of these in so if there's someone you want to see on the podcast put it in the comments and we'll see what we can do over and out thanks for watching bye mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.